Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of That New. Today, we're gonna be talking about Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. More specifically, how to use your video to maximize return on investments on these three platforms, right? We have some information to us provided by Bread and Beyond, and we're going to talk about it today. I'm here, joined with my intern, Henry Lima. Hello, everybody. And we're going to get straight into it, all right? So, listen, number one question I get asked by literally everybody is, should I Facebook? Should I Instagram? Should I LinkedIn? What's the vibe? What's the mood? What it be? What it do? When it comes to video, video is a little different because video is largely used to really take the place of visuals where you could say a lot in a short amount of time. Um, they have higher conversion rates than normal videos and you can show processes, um, get other people's perspective and things of that nature without necessarily having to talk to people to get these perspectives, without talking to people to get these reviews. You can still get your testimonials. You can um, have your classes, your webinars, your lectures, and things like that. It really replaces a whole lot of things that static images just doesn't do, right? Right. Because you know, a picture's worth a thousand words, but it's not worth a 20 minute lecture. True, true. So what we want to talk about today is we want to talk about how to use video successfully on each platforms. Not necessarily to succeed, a little bit about how to succeed with it, but more so how, what you guys should be using in terms of like your settings and your setup and how you put them out in order to generate successful engagements and things like that, right? So we're going to start with Facebook. A couple things that are important about Facebook is that Facebook video posts have an average engagement rate of about 6.1%. More than 4 billion video views take place on Facebook every day. In addition, the social media platform is really for paid video advertising, or rather your paid video advertising will go a lot farther than not paying and just having static posts or photo posts. The targeting behavior of Facebook really does help you show the video to the right people at the right time, provided that you're going to pay for that. So number one, the best video dimensions to have on Facebook, and this is where we talk about pixels, folks, is 1280 to 720 pixels. This essentially means that it's going to play in HD. Not necessarily 4K HD or Ultra HD, but it will be HD nonetheless, yes? The best video format in terms of like, you know, your download settings, what it downloads into is MP4, which is best for video in general, and the dot move for all the movie related things. This is typically for when people have like longer videos that could easily go into the 20, 30, 40, an hour long video time. The recommended aspect ratio. Now, aspect ratio, just so everybody understands, is different from dimension because dimension is more about like the clarity of the video versus aspect ratio, which is like, is this a horizontal video? Is this a widescreen video? Is it a portrait side video? You know what I mean? What the orientation that you're looking at on your phone or computer is. The best recommended ratios for horizontal views, side views, that widescreen is a 16 to 9 ratio for horizontal and 9 to 16 ratio for full portrait. 
right? I know that they're kind of backwards are confusing, but basically if it's going to the side or if it's going to be wider, the ratio should be 16 to 9. If it's going to be top to bottom, then it should be 9 to 16, period. The best time to post, according to Facebook, is between 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. Eastern uh, during the week and Saturdays. Guess they don't fuck with Sundays, you know. We rested on Sundays, but, you know, that's what it says. The ideal video length is two to three minutes, which is fair. Because, to be honest, a lot of people are working during the day. A lot of people got things to do. And a lot of people just have short-term patience. So I don't really see a whole lot of people really spending 45 minutes to watch a video. On Facebook, anyways. Yeah. The top industries for Facebook are, number one, pets and animals. Number two, food and drink. Number three, news. Because, you know, everybody likes sharing their motherfucking news. And then beauty and fitness, right? The hottest video trends are silent videos is number one for the trends and we'll get to that in a second user generated content or we call them ugc so this is the one where rather than you making the content other people make the content about you and then you reshare it which is really good for testimonials reviews product tutorials things like that really just kind of to see what everybody's thinking about your product and how they're using it and then we have third place personalized videos now personalized videos are more so the videos that you like to see that your algorithm picks that are really based off of your behavior and how you're interacting on the platform so our pro tips for you and for facebook in general is it's better to upload your video directly to facebook rather than including a youtube link or an external link to another service into your post the reason is because facebook algorithms tend to prioritize native video content, which means if it's uploaded to Facebook for Facebook, it's more likely going to push those videos up than another service that it could potentially link to. You know what I mean? They really want to keep everything in Facebook. Number two, videos on Facebook will be played without sound by default. That's just how their system is set up and it's actually a really smart idea because when you think about it, um, if I'm sitting here at work and I only got two to three minutes to spend, I'm not necessarily going to like blast this video about like this cooking tutorial that I can make when I get home. You know what I mean? I'm just looking for something captioned. I'm looking for something silent. I'm looking for something visual that is very straight to the point, very time lapse. Like I need to get the most condensed amount of information in the shortest amount of time as possible. And while I can easily do that on Instagram or LinkedIn or like da 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 da, um, I'm not trying to be caught up on my phone. You know what I mean? And for some certain things, I prefer to watch certain videos on my TV, on my desktop, on a bigger computer screen than I would on my phone because it's just really harder to watch things clearly on your phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so our other tip is that you need to make sure that you include appealing visuals because that will make sense whether or not the audio is on. And like I said, it starts off automatically. So that's something everybody needs to keep in mind. Well, Chris, that's a lot of information to take in, you know? Um, so now we're gonna go into Instagram videos. You know, everybody likes to post on Instagram for their little photos of what they're doing, what they're up to, just to keep people updated, you know? So let's get on with the important stats about Instagram videos. 
Specifically, sponsored Instagram videos tend to generate three times more comments than sponsored Instagram photos. Top publishers are ramping up Instagram video posts by 90 through 100% each year. And at this time, we want to add that in our previous episodes, we really talked about on Instagram, uh, this whole idea about Gen Z and millennials tend to have a lot of distrust with influencers and brands and things like that when it comes to sponsored posts. Because when it comes to having a sponsored post from a company and an influencer, they either don't trust the influencer or they don't trust the company. You know what I mean? Like we can have Obama representing Chick-fil-A and that would be a conflict of interest. We could have um, Chris Brown advocating for like clean water, but... That would be a conflict of interest. You know what I mean? Right. So it's always a balance to that effect. But what we're saying here is that sponsored videos are good because it's not just about the person promoting it. Or it is not just about the brand. It, it, it talks about or it sh- demonstrates a partnership. It demonstrates social listening. It demonstrates that they're really trying to insert themselves into a conversation or into a subject and really kind of invest in placing themselves into those communities of such right and so now we're gonna get into the little nitty-gritty details so in terms of the video dimensions for instagram videos it's gonna be 1080 by 1920 pixels very techie stuff for everyone who doesn't know about the little video dimensions and so the best format for instagram videos is of course mp4 who doesn't love their mp4 files you know love it exactly and so this is where we're gonna get into the interesting part recommended aspect ratio instagram has three aspect ratio formats because instagram has three types of videos one for feeds one for instagram stories and reels right right so we're going to get into the portrait, which is 9 by 16. Which is for stories. Right. And then there's going to be the square one, which is for the feed, which is 1 to 1 aspect ratio. And as for the Instagram reels, which is a vertical aspect ratio of 4 by 5. Yeah, and it's important for us to really emphasize with you folks that although Instagram reels and the stories, the kind of sizing and how they fit on your phone almost looks kind of similar it's actually really not because when you download the video and when you move it to either your reels or your stories a story won't fit in the reels they're they're a little bit too long and likewise your reels won't necessarily fit into your stories because they might be a little bit too wide you might have to cut off a little bit more you know what i mean i know it doesn't really look that way when you're on your phone dealing with things but when you really download the video when you really try to move it over, that's where these differences will become apparent. So it's really important for us to emphasize to you folks that if you're gonna make videos on Instagram, you really need to think about the placement and where you want it to go because some videos do not transfer over multiple platforms. We know a lot of people got these systems where they could cross post to Facebook and Instagram at the same time, LinkedIn to Facebook at the same time. But you know what? It doesn't work that way for a lot of these posts because they're in different aspect ratios. And these different aspect ratios have different pixelations to it, too. Yeah, definitely. It could potentially... It depends on the video, too. Like, if you're going to upload, like, a really long video, if you're going to want to do that on Instagram, yeah, you're not... It's not going to happen. It's either going to get cut by, like, half or even more. Depends. Especially if you're going to be recording for a video, but you're going to have to crop it if you're going to do it for the feed, you know? 
do it for the feed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so what's the best time to post? So the best time to post for Instagram videos is between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. Central Time. And the days, specifically, it's only asking for Wednesday. Wednesday is, apparently is the best day for Instagram videos to post. We love a hump day. Yeah, exactly. All right, so what's the ideal video length? So the ideal video length is going to be very brief, 30 to 60 seconds. Of course, Instagram is not really... That's all they allow. Yeah, that's pretty much. Like, yeah. That's pretty much as long as a video can be. If it's not 15 seconds to 60 seconds, then that's it's just not for Instagram. It's got to be brief, you know? Period. Exactly. So what is like the best go-to for Instagram then? The best go-to for Instagram is to promote e-commerce stores. It offers a bunch of handy features to make it for e-commerce stores to sell more easily. And especially with now the integration of the Instagram shopping section. So that's kind of like what they're going for at this point. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're really doing their best to capitalize off of their Instagram shop and the idea of social shopping, which is fun. Definitely. So what are the top industries, do you think? So the top industries in terms of Instagram is definitely going to be for travel and destination, We got beauty in there, of course. Fashion as well, which is kind of goes hand in hand, you know, a little bit. And then we got health and fitness. And you know what? What's interesting to point out about these four is that travel destination, beauty, fashion, health and fitness. These are all number one, very vain. (laughs) Yeah, definitely true. They're very like things that you really like to watch other people do or that you wish you could be doing. Yeah, you're Um, right. They're things that people like to live vicariously through. And they're also things that are largely visual in nature. You know what I mean? Travel and destination, you're always trying to see some shit. Yeah. Beauty is very artsy. You know what I mean? Like you got to see it. You got to see how it's applied. You got to watch their technique. You got to watch these these strokes and people get these eyeliner wings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, fashion is the same way. While you're not necessarily watching people set up or like sew the garments or anything. Right. You're definitely trying to see how this fit came together. Get your own little lookbook together, you know? Yeah. And health, health and fitness. Everybody's just watching dudes and they man titty pics in the mirrors. You know what I mean? Flexing in the mirrors and all of this and all of that. All these gym pics that I'm getting really tired of. For real. Holding the phone <laughs> sideways when they got full screen. You know what got I mean? Got the mirror selfies out there. You know, everything. Ah. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to discuss the hottest video trends. Specifically for Instagram, it's definitely going to be the number one influencers reviews. Right. Every time that an influencer posts a video, it's always going to be about a product. Definitely, there's going to be a lot of people watching it, of course. Because, I mean, an influencer's review is going to be very brief. They're going to be discussing a little bit about the product and what they think of it, you know? And then there's also going to be time lapse and back and forth looping videos. Who doesn't love those? Those videos are very trendy now, especially because people want to see something in, in like that lasts like a long time, you know? Right. And like a lot of what people are interested in seeing also just takes a long time to do. Like when I think about cooking videos, when I think about like landscaping videos, when I think about painting, you know what I mean? Like people take hours to do that shit and people don't have like hours to not only record the content, but like, you know, like I can imagine you have to switch out your batteries and shit so much during these videos and things like that. They're not, they're not short to record either on on any end. So um, thankfully, people have really figured out how to condense videos to make it easier 
And like it used to be condensing videos to like five to ten minutes, but now we're condensing things to like two to three. Yeah. People are getting way to the point, and I'm here for it entirely. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I mean, just go straight to the point with whatever you're going to make, you know? We don't want to be watching paint dry for like a good whole day, you know what I mean? Right. And so now there's going to be another new trending video topic. So now we're going to talk about Shopify videos, which are basically just products that are being demonstrated in a brief 30 second video of what the product is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the thing about Shopify videos is that it's kind of like the new way to have commercials, right? Because, you know, when we think about our standard TV commercials, where we anticipate them to be entertaining, jokey, or have some type of uh, ethos, pathos, logos involved. You know what I mean? Versus shoppable videos and how they look on social media, where they're kind of showing the product, displaying the product, you know, putting it in our faces, you know, doing whatever they need to do to make their brand presence more aware. And that's kind of different than the style that we're used to, which is long form video commercials, right? Yeah, definitely. So here are some pro tips about making Instagram videos. So Instagram is all about visuals, of course. So make sure your videos are visually stunning so they can quickly grab the attention of viewers. Another pro tip is to use plenty of relevant hashtags to facilitate the easier discovery of your videos. Yep, we love hashtag strategies, hashtag managers, and remember, you have to replace them. I know people don't think you gotta replace them. They think it's a one-stop shop. They think you drop it in and it's done. It is not. Sometimes you really gotta replace them to keep them fresh because hashtags and conversations operate on a trend. You need to make sure you're at the forefront of the trend, which means you need to refresh your hashtags if it's a really important video that you want to have a longer shelf life with. Yes, definitely. All right, so let's talk about LinkedIn for a minute. So first off, more than 51% of video marketers have used LinkedIn video in their campaigns. In addition, users are 20 times more likely to reshare a video post on LinkedIn than other platforms, which is really important because we're talking about distribution, right? Uh, sometimes people don't have a big network to distribute to. Sometimes people have a really active network on LinkedIn in terms of the people who are paying attention to their content, mm -hmm. which means they could save money on distribution. Right. And so to that effect, the best dimensions for videos is 1080 to 1920 pixels for horizontal videos and 720 to 920 for vertical videos. And the reason why those are kind of like the lower scale of the HD is just because, number one, they're probably going to be seen more on uh, laptops or very quickly on phones. And number two, they're probably not posted directly to LinkedIn or Facebook. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not, but they're probably going to be cross-posted from another platform. Right. You know what I mean? I, it's not all the time that people put things on their LinkedIn because LinkedIn is not something that a lot of people are like really, really tuned into. They should be because that's just the professional thing to do. But a lot of people just aren't that active, but they still want their content on there. So they're going to do that cross-posting thing to save them time. And again, best video format, MP4, pretty standard. Aspect ratios are the same as Instagram in the sense that it's 16 by nine for landscape videos or widescreen, one to one ratio for square videos or feed posts, and nine to 16 for vertical. Again, 
because it accepts most video types and it's probably something that's been cross-posted, right? The best time to post on LinkedIn is 8 a.m., 10 a.m., which is interesting, and 12 a.m. Central on Wednesdays. The ideal video length is 30 to 90 seconds, which is a pretty good standard minute and a half. Now, this also means that you could stand to have more commercials and things like that, or long, not long form videos, but videos that are longer than the traditional shortcut videos. Right. It's like the good, the sweet middle ground. Yeah. LinkedIn is the most popular social media network for B2B marketers. And that's what makes it an ideal platform to create videos and engage with decision makers, professionals, and leaders. Because, again, it's about saving money on the distribution, right? Because sometimes if you're in the education space, you only really want to talk to people interested in academic scholarship and learning. You know what I mean? And that may not be on TikTok. That may not be on YouTube. That may not be on Facebook. That may not be what those communities are about or what they're for or what they're interested in. But at least you know, if you're on LinkedIn, you have like-minded people and like-minded work and like-minded industries who are probably more willing to do look at your content without spending a whole lot of money and such a big push. Right. You know what I mean? They'll probably be more willing to seek you out on their own. The top industries... For LinkedIn are information and technology. Everybody loves the IT department. Definitely. Business and marketing. Hospital and healthcare. People love hospital and healthcare. People love to see how hospitals are helping people in the world. And education management. Largely because these are the people in college learning about how to be professionals so they can go out of college. That's why that segment is a big space. Definitely. Videos that really work on LinkedIn, which are completely different from the aforementioned video types, is short explainer videos, thought leadership videos, and industry insight videos. What these videos have that are different intrinsically from the other video types is they're more so for learning, they're more so for explaining, they're more so for teaching, and while you can do these on the other platforms, the amount of time someone spends trying to understand a concept, watching something be done, and also absorbing the information that comes from a a video, the video content, and whatever you're talking about subject-wise is completely different. You know what I mean? If I'm watching a lecture on Facebook, I probably might not want to do that at like 8 to 10 a.m. because I'm going to be sitting on whatever information I learned for a minute trying to absorb it while I'm at work affecting my productivity. You know what I mean? Right. But if I'm on LinkedIn and I'm talking about professional things that are more relevant to my industry that I might want to bring up that I saw at like a business meeting I'm about to have in like the next half hour, then yeah, I could totally see that working for somebody. Definitely. So a pro tip about LinkedIn that you would essentially want to incorporate is you want to make sure your call to actions really guide the viewer on the next step that you would like them to do. And you also want to position your brand and your solutions consistently. You want to show viewers that you're the foremost authority on a subject and the best source of information to help them achieve their goals or retrieve information from, right? Right. Everybody wants to trust you. Everybody wants to believe you know what the fuck you're talking about. And if you do that frequently, consistently, people on LinkedIn are going to be more willing to listen than on other platforms. 
Well, that's all we have for you today, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more episodes and make sure to hit that follow button so you never miss an update. If you would like more information on some of the things that we were talking about in this episode, you can visit our website at cmitchellmarketing.com. See you guys next week where we're going to bring you some more of that new. Bye and thanks for listening again.